here we are once again. We're just another movie at night. Jesus Christ. I'm going to start that start over, over because that was a mess. Yeah, start it over. <laughs> Can I do it? Yeah, do it. Okay. Hey guys, it's Scott and Joe. We're just another movie night, and today uh, we are doing something a little different for you guys. We are drop the trash. We're gonna talking trash. We're gonna do some talking. (laughs) Yeah, we're just gonna do some talking. Um, Today we are going to be talking about the. Netflix show by Tim Burton, Wednesday. Should we meet your new roommate? Are you feeling okay? You look a little pale. Please excuse Wednesday. She's allergic to color. Oh, wow. What happens to you? I break out into hives and then the flesh peels off my bones. I act as if I don't care if people dislike me. (laughs) Deep down. Actually enjoy it. Bill. There's just something wrong about this place. Not just because it's a school. Secret societies, hidden libraries, a homicidal monster. What other surprises are in store? We just finished it, and so we want to do some talking about it. I have and a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts on the show, so take it away, my better half. Oh, you want me to talk about it first? Oh, yeah. man, I don't know if you want that. Uh, look, there's one thing that we already do on this show, is uh, we scare off people very quickly with our thoughts. Yeah, we're really good at that. People uh, want us to say what they want us to hear, I think. What, and unfortunately... What they so- want. They want us to say what they want to hear. What did I say? You said they want us to say what they want us to hear. <laughs> but they want us to say what their ears want to hear. And that's not what we do. I'm going to drink some more coffee because I guess I'm not co- ready. Well, if you drink more coffee, you're going to just say things wrong, but in a sped up way. Do you think so? <laughs> <laughs> that could be true. I already talk too fast. And I blur and slur my words. That could be another reason people are scared off. No, nobody's scared off. Let's let's talk about the things that we've already scared people off with, I think. Just I think people Rob checked Zombie. in for the monsters. Yeah. And they heard us talking trash about Rob Zombie a little bit. And they got scared off. Boo-hoo. Then I think uh, we did a little bit of Fulci. And a little bit of Argento. And we might have scared off more you people know, with that. I have to say... I don't understand why I would scare off anyone with Fulci and Argento because I absolutely enjoy their movies. Whether they're bad or good, I do watch Giallo movies and I love watching Giallo movies. So We just wouldn't even watch this stuff if we felt you know what I mean? Right. Like we And we watch, watch them constantly. So So yeah, we're not scaring people off when we're trying not to, but these are our thoughts and you know, it sorry if anyone gets offended by that, but this is just our, our own opinion, you know? Art is subjective. Yeah. That's why I just wanted to bring that up, because the reason I might scare off more people is I'm not 100% in love with Wednesday. 
Mother and father sent you to spy on me, didn't they? I'm not above breaking a few fingers. The fact that they thought I wouldn't find out just proves how much they underestimate me. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this. Okay, well, I Be too am not 100% in love with it, but you go first. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked about it. No. We really haven't shared our thoughts. Uh, I've said to a couple other friends when they've asked me, so how do you like Wednesday? And then I say, well... And then I start talking, and I can see their faces slowly drop to, will you shut the hell up and just say you like it? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not me. That's not who I am. Yeah, with eight episodes, Tim Burton has brought back the Addams Family in his own way. Not too long ago, we got a version that was animated that uh, didn't really work for me. I think they made two of them. I don't know if we ever watched the sequel. No. You were really turned off with the first one, as I recall. Yeah. What I liked about it was they actually followed the original artist's sketches and made the characters look just like their um, their cartoon counterparts. Not mm -hmm. the television show, but they went for his original. I think he used to do like little like comics in the newspaper or whatever for mm -hmm. it. And he went with that design. That was really cool. Same thing goes here. Uh, Burton kind of went a little closer and made Gomez kind of look like Gomez from the original art, which is kind of cool. I think that's cool. But a lot of people didn't really like the casting of um, Luis Guzman. Which is strange because you know what else is great about it is he kept the heritage the same. Mm -hmm. So he picked a lead actress playing Wednesday who is of Spanish descent, right? Yes. And then he casted a husband and wife who also are. Which is really neat. A lot of people wouldn't even have done that because it's, I mean, I think that personally, Jenna Ortega couldn't, could pass for not being, like, she, it's very, she's very hard to tell what nationality she is, I think. In this? Yeah. She yeah. Is. She, her makeup, everything about her face, it, she really is a chameleon in a weird way. We've yeah. seen her in about three or four things now. And each time she's, been totally different to me so that definitely leads into my pros of talking about netflix's wednesday and the biggest pro is jenna ortega rocks this yeah she really does she she's fantastic she, um just to you know so you you know um jenna is um of mexican mm -hmm. and puerto rican descent yeah so um, i didn't want to talk at a turn and say a guess but i was pretty sure yeah so, yeah, that's... Go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> no, but she definitely is the show's strength. She's the reason this works. Mm-hmm. She really well, Going into this, before we even uh, saw the show, we saw just a screenshot of her or whatever. Fantastic. Automatically was in. Yeah, I was... Like, okay, I, I, was I think uh, yeah. we're in. And then, you know, of course, with Tim Burton's name attached, I was like, okay, I think that he's going to... Well, that scared me. Did it? I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, wow. Tim Burton has not been... To me, Tim Burton has not been Tim Burton. For about a good 15 years. What was the last one that we really loved that he put out? I know I'm, 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 I'm going to be wrong here, but I was going to say Big Guys, and I don't even think it's that great. But I think it was the one I was like, okay, this feels a little different for him. Hmm. But I can't. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to tell everybody how I already feel. I hate the Alice in Wonderland films. I did not like those films. Well, how many were there? Because I thought there's, there's two. Okay. Well, I, I yeah. I don't I, know I if he directed the sequel. I didn't care much for that for those either. Yeah. Um, His Willy Wonka, while it has some interesting stuff, 
also some mess. Yeah. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, though, I, I really didn't mind Dumbo. Dumbo's okay. Yeah, I like the visuals but in Dumbo. It's I one really of those did. movies that we saw and we came back, and about a week later, we forgot we saw it. Yeah. Oh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. That one will definitely come up in this conversation a little mm-hmm. bit for me. Um, yeah, th- there's a couple. I think there's another film in there that is just not good. Um, well, aside from Alice in Wonderland, but, you know, he did Frank and Weenie. I love that movie. It's really cute. Frank and Weenie was one of the last good ones. Was that before or after Big Eyes? Uh, that is, um, that's, that's before, a, that's before Big so. Eyes. Okay. Big Eyes was in 2014. That was like a passion project for him. Yeah, then he did Dark Shadows and... Oh, Dark Shadows. I have not seen it. We can do Talking Trash on that one day because Wednesday is a combination, and I don't, I don't know if you already want to jump into it, the, the conversation of the pros and the cons of Wednesday, but Dark Shadows... Um, Peculiar Children. What was the name of the oh, pedigree? Mrs. Miss Peregrine. Miss Peregrines. That and I know there's something else. Oh well, well okay. Those two he films. Did Planet of the Apes and then yeah, that's Sleepy Hollow, which I love. Sleepy Hollow's good. And then it gets all his other stuff is down down. Uh, you know, is older from the 1990s, which is you know his best work. Yeah. Um, it's in that 2000s where. The stuff just started like aging wrong for his work, like his view, like whatever. It's something about it just changed, and I think definitely think it started when he started doing uh, reimaginings. Yeah, Plan Nine. I mean, not not Plan Nine. I mean, uh, uh, Planet of the Apes, like you just brought up, Dark yeah. Shadows, Willy Wonka, Dumbo. This yeah, is in, this is in the Tim Burton. I was not a fan of the Alice in Wonderland and, and Willy Wonka. That it's, I, it I just... want him to get away from things and start doing some more of his own ideas. Yeah. Well, he it, it got those those movies just got creepy to me with the way he tried yeah. to do them. But it's all the same type of thing. And which a lot of people would say that's the point. But yeah. you know that's it's it was a weird kind of creepy, not the kind of creepy I like. But yeah. Um, but okay. I it did like Dumbo. I thought it was cute. But go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just trying to move on from that and just point out the two movies in particular. That I thought didn't work, which was that Home of Children movie, Children, and also his Dark Shadows movie. Both of those feel very similar to this. Both are these reimaginings with this weird comedy tone and a seriousness and monsters and and people who have powers. And that all mixes in here. And that's where I think the problem with this series comes in. It feels extremely familiar. And almost all the time it feels familiar. I think like, a lot of people would agree with you. Yeah, and I know a lot of people agree. And mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people say Harry Potter. 100%. And it's very... Look, I will give credit because you can't throw a stone without copying something that's successful. And Harry Potter capitalized on children going to school and learning about powers and fighting evil. That's like a th- it. It's always going to tie back to Harry Potter. Although Harry Potter is like a play on something else, and and so forth. That's how it happens. But we've seen so many cut and paste versions of Harry Potter since yeah. Harry Potter. We have tons and tons of also trying to do the same thing and not successfully doing it. Right. Well, it's a hugely successful franchise. So like, yeah, everyone's going to want to duplicate or replicate. You know, yeah. what they did in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. 
And th that's where I think the problems with Wednesday come in. Now, every time Wednesday's on screen, it's fantastic. Oh, she's wonderful. She, she, and I think she's on screen almost all the time. She's so fantastic that she makes you not really care about the plot. And I would say that some of the plot is messy. Right. Extremely messy. It is. I, I I did have an appreciation for the whodunit part because I love that. I love trying to figure it out. That, you know. But every episode, every episode would end with a question, mm -hmm. and then the next episode would start and jump over something. Yeah. Every single episode yes, would act did. like, oh, what about that thing? Did anybody yeah. ever talk about that thing? Yeah. No, not really. We're going to talk about it later. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would this kid not tell everybody? Hey, I froze myself in the in the shower. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was late. No, right, we're not going to yeah. talk about it until way later. For some reason, he's going to go to a uh, dance with another girl. Weird. Okay. okay. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that the show's doing. People, and, and I would say that that's bad storytelling in a way. People that don't tell each other what they need to tell each other. Mm hmm So to make drama. Right. And the show's doing this heavily. It does, yeah. And when you find out what's going on and who's who's the ones behind the certain things, because every episode you find out a new thing. And there's a new per person doing that thing. The biggest joke with this, I would say, is that Wednesday constantly says, I'm going to end this. Promise that whoever did this to you will suffer. And it will be slow, long, and excruciatingly painful. And eight episodes later, she has said it every right, episode. Right, and she keeps getting it wrong. And, and, and everybody's dying around her. Mm -hmm. And everybody celebrates her. There's this one episode in particular where a character is basically like, you are the reason everybody is in trouble. If you just left, everything would have stopped. Yeah, but, I mean, in, in a way that's true. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, there was a monster on campus and killing yeah. people. And the next episode, though, they're like, yay, congratulations, Wednesday, you're the best. And it's like, no, you know what? Yeah, but She's done a lot of bad here. She's, she's kind of <laughs> fucking up. She's yeah. kind of screwed up like royally constantly yeah falling for like all of the traps yeah and she you know one thing that it made me laugh about the series which i don't know if i'm just jumping ahead or if we're going play by play but i i want to say that uh a lot of you know she has a, a bunch of boys that actually like being around her for and what reason? i'm like okay what's going on like why do these boys like her she's very mean i get it you she's know? cute and she walks in cute but all of the girls in the school are cute. Yeah, she, yes, they're they're very beautiful yeah. people in this in this gorgeous show. kids. I they're, mean, yeah. everybody's such a good looking person. Yeah, this. they're adorable, especially Enid. She's so cute. I can see a lot of people being turned off by her. A little uh, she, too. She's a little too bubbly and cute. Little I didn't, sunshiny. I didn't mind her as much as I think some people might have. But I like the way she offsets Wednesday, and you know, she's like the perfect roommate for her because you know, then she, you got you know the gloom and doom, and then the sunshiny. But you know, I, I'm wondering like. I don't understand how everyone in this this school who is, um, as they call, an outcast. That's what they call them, outcasts. So they're all strange kids, you know, that have some kind of, um, you know, odd niche, you yeah. know, where they, like... They're monsters. Let's just cut past it. A lot of them are creatures and monsters. Yes, they have lore. powers. They can do things. But they look at a girl because she wears all black and she's like stone-faced and they're like, whoa, yeah. she's a freak? It just seems weird. It's weird, and especially like since they, you know, they all have powers. They all are strange children, yeah. you know. So it's a little weird, and they all like her, and she's very mean. Yeah, this is the uh, I'm going to call it the Bella syndrome. 
uh, Bella Swan Bella Swan syndrome, where oh, people Lord. are just are obsessed with this person, and just because she's the lead, right? Everybody and, needs to be with her, right? I mean, nobody it's gets so why, odd. and it's like it's okay. She immediately gets a special treatment as soon as she gets there. You know, she gets to wear a different color uniform than everybody else. She gets to wear black. You know, yeah, it's like never everyone's explained. like over, yeah, overindulging. Yeah, you know, and you know, then she causes this freaking crazy um, turmoil in the town. And I mean, anyone else would have just been booted from the town at that point. You know, oh, they say it so many times too. We're kicking you out. We're kicking you out. We're kicking every episode. And it's like, no. Right. But, you know, it seems like she gets saved a lot. And, like, even in the beginning of the show when she unleashes the barracuda into the pool, I mean, anyone would have been arrested for attempted murder. Yeah, that's the fun of you it. Know? That's the... Uh, that, that at least gets to the heart of Wednesday and the Adams yes, family. Yes, it does. But it also, we It kind of disappears after that, though. It does. But also, we agreed that in the beginning, we're like, okay, from from minute one, Pugsley was a wimp. Yeah, it's a little odd to see. I would say that, and that's another problem I had, except for Fester. I would say that the family seems a little written in a way where they completely are different than the show. And I understand this is a teen drama, so the teen has to hate their parents. Right. That's just like a thing that these writers have to do. Nobody can like their parents in writing at all. Right. You know, there's so much angst. We all hate our parents. Um. But I would say, in particular, Morticia and Pugsley are written in ways where they kind of betray their characters a little bit. I, I agree with you. Uh, Morticia's extremely emotional, and she she'll like all of a sudden say something that's more character-like. She'll say something dark, mm-hmm. but she's also almost always on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. It it kind of conflicts itself it does and pugsley the same thing pugsley like i can't imagine pugsley getting beat up i mean i can't either especially since he's just as strange as wednesday and like people would be weary of him as they are wednesday in you know that universe you know i guess i mean he looks more normal but he's also the son of these two badasses yeah and they wednesday has taught and learned every single ounce of them she has every skill of theirs. Every skill. She can play but the cello. He, she can do everything. She can do everything. She fences. Mm-hmm. She does every single thing they can do. But Pugsley seems to have not got any of it, which she's strange a little bit. It is. Well, you know, I think they kind of had to kick Pugsley to the wayside because this show is just all about yeah. Wednesday. I but... think that Pugsley's like always been the out the, the the underdog of the bunch, a little bit slow. Yeah. But still, always been like psychotic. Oh, for sure. I mean... <laughs> Which is kind of fun, and, yeah. and it's kind of sad to see that. But would you agree that, like, Wednesday herself is so unlikable at certain times? Oh, a lot of the time... it's kind of hard to root yeah. for it? Like, there's, there's Wednesday, the, you know, completely dark, cryptic Wednesday, and then there's just really mean, for no reason, Wednesday. Yeah. It, you know? And like especially just, to think... For the first half of the show? Yeah. Like, telling us that she's cut off his fingers before? And it's like, wow. All yeah. Right. I mean, she's she's very mean. I mean, out and out just goes right for the throat. Just not not to be who she is as a person. Just, you know, dark and brooding. And, you know, I'm, I'm too good to, uh, you know, use a cell phone or whatever. Any of that. Not... It's well beyond that. It's, it's actually being straight up mean 
The way I see it, you have two options. Option one, I lock you in here for the rest of the semester. And you go slowly insane trying to claw your way out. Ruining your nails and your smooth, supple skin. And we both know how vain you are. Option two, you pledge your undying loyalty to me. For no yeah, reason. I agree, I agree. And I think it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. This one's a hard one for me because I kept liking it and and being like, eh. Yeah, but we knew what they, eh. they were going to do. They were going to say that she's very mean, she's standoffish, she doesn't hug. Because she's going to go through something, yes. Because she's going to go through something with these kids she's that learn. make her learn her lesson. Absolutely. And she's going to become good. a different yeah. different person. And I knew that there was going to be a love triangle. And I knew, it, it, mm -hmm. you, you have a check lick, uh, <laughs> check lick, a checklist of things that these things have to do. And he he checks them all off. I mm -hmm. mean, he doesn't even screw around. I mean, he goes right for it. He's like, love triangle between, for some reason, two boys, and those two boys hate each other? Check. Yeah. It, it's you know, very it's like, in your face. Yeah. And she's going to have a roommate's the complete opposite of her? Check. Yeah. Why do they have to put a romance thing in here at all? I mean, it's Wednesday. She's, I mean, you could definitely have a whole season of a show without throwing in romance and all that, you know? I, I was, I'm cool with it because... It's always been intriguing, and I and I have to go there because Wednesday's so intriguing in that sense, and seeing her fall in love is interesting. Yeah, but did she though? Because she literally well turned this guy in. Well, let's say what's maybe we should just talk about and then maybe talk some spoilers. Okay. Because I don't know if we spoiled enough. I don't think we did. I think everything's pretty generic that we've said so far. Yeah. Um, but let's just say. Let's get to like a, what our thoughts are on rating it because – and then I think we should just say spoilers and talk a little deeper on some of the things that really bother me plot-wise. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's kind of necessary and I kind of feel like I have to talk about some of these things. Okay. Yeah. If I'm, I'm, if I'm rating this, right, if I'm going to rate this TV show – well, I would just say that I'm really surprised that this has blown up as much as it has. And I think that's why we wanted to talk about it so much mm -hmm. because it's – it's like they're saying it's the biggest watched Netflix thing ever. It yeah. blew numbers out, which kind of blows my mind. There's been so much good Netflix before. I guess this really resonates with people, this kind of thing. I, I don't know if it – because I don't remember the two Adams Family movies. By the way, I love the second Adams Family movie. It's one of my – Oh, all, Adams like, Family Values? It's one of so the best great. sequels yeah. ever. It's so much fun. But I don't think that was a giant hit enough to have people, like, maybe really want to watch this. I don't know if it's just the, you know, the, the dark goth look that people are now embracing or coming. That's what they want to see. Well, I mean, this show has everything for, like, you know, fans of, of you know, gothic horror like you know uh, tim burton but is there a um, big nut for that many numbers teenagers like it's at a school you know i mean I there's a lot of appeal for yeah. different viewers um like even our brother-in-law you know well he's uh he's um he's got a crush on the women i mean i i yeah, let's face facts i mean but, a lot of guys are watching this because they love christina ricci and they love the character of wednesday at least the people we know horror fans which make up a huge population now. Right. Which is funny as we go along. The horror community's grown 
Oh to yeah, a, yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to say. Like, our sub communities. Our brother-in-law are. is like a, a, a horror fan, and like this would be considered in any other any other day of the week would be considered to him to be completely cheesy. Yeah. But because you know Jenna Ortega and it's Christina Ricci, the character of Wednesday, and yes. Christina Ricci, which a lot of guys his age have crushes on. Yes, and also the fact that it is Tim Burton, and it's the dark. You know, they're doing the whole darkness thing. Um, you know, I guess I think that that has a lot of appeal, and that's well, why I was like shocked because me too. It, it appeals to because the other people. side of it is extremely cheesy. There's a lot of cheese in it. it. Yeah, the side of Wednesday is the part we're all here for, right? Then the other side of it is cheesy and popcorn. Like it's so kitty friendly. It is, and it's so recent friendly, which is shocking that he's okay with that. Yeah, but. It's, well, he realized he has to step into the times. You know, he can't be stuck well, back in over his hands. Even some though. of these people just can't. Like, it, let's let's face facts. Hollywood is changing to the fact that they're trying to placate to everybody who's complaining. Yeah, and that's bad. It's not good because it, it makes everything forced. No, you shouldn't and compromise your art here. because of yeah. you know what you know. Well, it people also, whine and complain. It about. doesn't make it feel organic. It makes it feel forced, forced and completely yeah. faked. And. You wanna you wanna be engulfed in a show or a property or a movie. You wanna completely believe it and just have it suck you in. Mm-hmm. The moment it kicks you back out, which I think the show does a lot, mm-hmm. kicks me back out, is kind of where I get a little pissed off with the, the writing and the and the problems. But hey, I'm cool. I, I want everybody to feel like they have representation. I want everybody to feel like they're they can see something and, and it's like about them or I'm I'm I want everybody to be happy. That's cool with me. I'm fine with that. But let it happen fucking organically. I could never complain about this enough. Yeah. And I'm sick of everybody going up to every actor and actress or anybody, sports people, anybody that is famous, and they have to ask them about their skin color or their nationality. It's got to stop. We got to stop because people are pe- we're people. Like they got to stop saying you are the thing that you're born into it is enough is enough because this actress shouldn't be asked every minute well what is what's it like to be you know to have latina on screen you know like and being like that yeah why should it's that like, even matter, matter if she's, she's latina she should be her and her role should speak for herself and her acting should speak for itself it shouldn't be about who she is that's right and you know if you're that. a good actress you can play any character yeah, and that's gonna and, stop you know it's like, i've seen her and get asked this question about five to six times now recently it's invasive first she, of all it is like, it's so bizarre it, it's rude and it's invasive, and it, it has to stop. I, I hate that. I, I don't like it. And I think that we got to get away from that. But beyond that, the show, it, it does. It has those problems. It has this cheesy tone. It has this unevenness, and it has a familiarity to it that make me want to rate it lower. Okay. And I don't – I'm really confused on it because I see the, the popularity, and I see that. But to me – the only thing keeping this from being CW is the the you know the CW like garbage. I I call it trash TV. I like a lot of trash TV. I'm a big comic book fan. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Fan. I didn't know that. Uh, and so I watch those cheesy CW comic shows. A lot of them I kind of quit because I could, I couldn't take it anymore. How cheesy and ridiculous it looked, and it was. And the only thing keeping this from that. Is production value. Mm-hmm. There is money here to make everything look good. The special effects, the sets, they look great. Yeah, they I do. don't know how much the 
monster in this look great. It was it looked uh-huh. like large Marge, but everyone saying that, and yeah. I I thought it was very goofy. It was kind of corny. I kind of was okay with it. Like I'm okay with it, but it did look a little re- just crazy. But the special effects they did on Thing, that actor's doing the hand, which is amazing, yeah. and they're CGing him out. Holy crap, that's amazing, and it looks. In- Every shot I was staring at it, like they had to CG this whole thing in. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That must have cost a lot. But the only thing keeping it from that, because it is so close to a CW show and in, in its popcorn and cheese, that's why I want to give it like a six. I it's really hard for me because I don't want to give it a seven. Because I do enjoy I did enjoy her. She's fantastic. And she's the main character, so I'm following her, although sometimes she would make me hate her. I know. And you know, I so gotta I'm say, like, everyone is talking about this dance scene, you know, at this at the snowball. And it I gotta tell you, that 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 scene was was really great. It, it was great, great. Yeah, and it was I, funny. I feel like, um, but I feel also on the other hand, like it was a little bit out of character for her. Yeah, but then it got ruined from like the blood. Well, we don't want to get in spoilers. Okay, I'm just trying to sorry. rate it. It, it. We should rate it first and then talk about spoilers because yeah, I agree with you on okay. that. Um, so you're giving it a six? I don't know. I really don't. What would you give this? Eight episodes. I mean, it had a pretty high production value. It it kept me engrossed with the story and trying to figure out who done it. Because one way to get me roped in is to have like a like a murder mystery type deal going on. And this show did have that. I enjoyed the main character for the most part. You know, the the character, not the actress. I thought the actress was phenomenal. She's yeah, she's great. full on the character, the, so I agree with you. Yes, on that. Yeah. the character was a bit much sometimes. Very mean and just you know. Just really brutal, sometimes it didn't really work. brutal, and sometimes you're just like taken out of the moment. Like, okay, that was really mean, you know. That was just harsh. Um, the side characters, I felt like a lot of those side characters were um, cliches. Okay. You know, um, I I didn't there. I mean, I love Enid. She was she was really cute. I I know a lot of people don't like her. I thought she was cute. Um, I liked her a lot, but everyone else. I, I feel like they were just peppered in, you know, it, it just, Christina Ricci was adorable because she's just cute. Yeah, but, we didn't talk about the other actress. You know, but I, I will tell you that Gwendolyn Christie, I am so happy to see her in things. Um, She's the uh, dean She wasn't the in enough. She wasn't in it enough, and I feel like she could have been so much more with her character because Agreed. she had powers too, but I feel like she could have been more. Yeah. And I, I want more of that, and because um, I really like her. But overall, I felt like the production value, the main actress, the plot of the show—I um, mean, the, the the set pieces, the set pieces were absolutely Tim Burton, one thousand percent, and they were beautiful. So you're putting plot in this as a pro? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, I thought I liked the Who Done It. Okay, you know, so I know that I'll probably get crap for this. But I, I thought that this this show was pretty well done considering it's its first run. Um, well, the first season should be its best. Well, yeah, because the yeah. sophomore slump happens after that. Exactly. But, um, you know, I, I did feel like a sense of nostalgia a little bit. And I, I thought it was fun. I, I, I really did have a good time watching it, except the times when I was comparing it to other properties. And I did that a lot here. Um, but I, I think because... It was very well done as a series. I'm going to give it a seven. Hmm. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, 
so tough for me. Yeah. I mean, it's not a six. I mean. I didn't love it. I didn't no. love it. And there was times where I kind of was like, all right. No, well, you have to go on. by the rating system. If oh, Okay. No, so I you agree. love it. Love it is, a, is, a, is an eight. You loved it. I think it. seven and up. But I feel like loved it was an is is an eight. Well, I really enjoyed it. We haven't done this yet. We haven't actually done an episode of how we rate things, and we should really do that soon. But just to say real quick, I, what I would say is six is good. I would say six is decent. I think seven is good. Eight is great. Nine is phenomenal, and ten is the best. <laughs> Wait, how can you get better than phenomenal? <laughs> Ten is no perfect. ten is flawless. Yeah, that's an, it's almost impossible. Right, but but ten is flawless. So like, you know, I would say that this because I would show say is good. five is mediocre. No, five yeah, five, five is in like, the middle. Eh. It's mediocre, and that's why I always said six was kind of it's good, and then seven is like, you know, great. Okay, seven and eight, you know, seven and eight close to me. We've seen mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of good things this year that we gave sevens. Yeah, but I mean, we've all seen a lot of crap that we've gave that we've given sixes. So you have to really think about this. I mean, this this show is not crap. It's very well put together, and you know, we enjoyed watching her on screen. Oh, that's another thing I scared people off with uh, right off the bat. I think our first episode we've ever did on this show was Resident Evil. Oh yeah, we pissed everyone beginning off this year, and I gave it a little more credit than a lot of people would want. And that's the thing. I guess that's the thing where I get tied up in my own problems because I always want to rate every single thing against each other. I mm-hmm. don't like to say, oh, I have to rate this as a show or I have to rate this as a comedy or an action film. No, I rate them all on the same scale. I don't care. Good is good regardless. And I wanted to give Resident Evil a little more credit because there was some fun things there. Yeah. And there were some things that were problems. The same thing goes here. Mm-hmm. And recently, Chucky as well, which we just fin- you know finished not too long ago as well, another show that had a lot of problems and a lot of fun. Yes. You're right in saying that this is better than those two things that I named. I mean, I'm... Th- this is better. I-, I mean... Well, you know, did you know that I'm obsessed with Chucky? So I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Okay. No. Oh, I'm obsessed with Chucky. And um, I will sit there for 10 hours straight and watch Chucky because um, I'm obsessed with Chucky. But I, I don't know if I'm going to put this above Chucky. I am thinking. Oh, whoa. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm... we should have done a Chucky episode too because <laughs> Chucky had a lot of Well, problems. they did have a lot of problems, but you know what it is with, with me and Chucky. I'm, yeah. Chucky, I have a love affair with Chucky, him. just like Wednesday, when they're on screen... But can, and the problem with Chucky was you have eight different Wednesdays. That's and true. And you know, what if I'm gonna... Wednesday was a strong one? What if Wednesday yeah. was a good one? It's stupid. I'm going to go ahead but and agree with you that Wednesday was better than this season of Wednesday Chucky. Wednesday was definitely better. I can say than that. that. I can and say definitely that. Definitely better than the other one. I gave more credit. So maybe you're right in me saying that uh, it deserves a seven. Maybe you're talking me into it, but it's very iffy with me. Okay, because well, I mean, we don't do points, but you could do. You could say I mean, it's more of a low seven. You're probably seven, right. It's probably but, yeah. It's extremely. It's a seven. Yeah, but if think about it. If it was a it. point system, this would be a six point seven or eight. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the scenes, you know, the, uh, the the set the set design, all that stuff. I mean, it was really it was a well done show. Yeah, but you know, you can't like someone. What did someone say? Uh, There's something I I enjoyed recently, and then people were oh. Uh, we we did an, another episode. Probably scared off a lot of people. Um, people hate "Don't Worry, Darling," 
which we and you liked it way more. I liked it a lot. You gave it a high score. I did. I, don't I know if you know it. how much of a high score. I you know gave what it. I gave it. I gave it but, an eight. Yeah, which people hated, and I don't think it's that bad. I, I think liked people it. are going a little crazy on it, and a lot of people were saying you can't just judge a movie high because of its sets and its you know. Technically, that movie looks and sounds fantastic. I think. I think it's really well made. Um, I'm sure, the premise, the whole plot, and I think that comes on here. I'm giving it, I think with this, I'm probably going to give it like that movie the same type of score that I gave that. I saw problems. I knew there was problems, but there was also things I thought were really inventive and neat and interesting. Since this is eight episodes and it's like almost eight hours, almost, mm -hmm. I, I got to be a little softer on it because, and in those eight hours, maybe four hours, I really was like, okay, I enjoyed this. The other four, maybe not so much. I definitely was checking out a lot. Yeah, I get it. Um, I don't, I think a seven is super generous, but I'll go with it with you. Yeah. I, I think that you, you probably are right. It's definitely not a six, but no, I think it's just okay. Okay. You know, I really do. I think it's it's all right. Well, let me ask you this question. Yeah, please. Do you feel that you'll come back for another season and watch it? Oh, absolutely, because I want to see where it goes. Okay. And I'm hoping for something more. Uh, we should get in since we both set our scores, and I'm gonna settle on that six, on that seven. I mean. Okay. I'm gonna settle there uneasily. <laughs> because I don't think it's great. I don't. I don't think this is a good, like the way that people are talking about it. Like it's some god, like some oh end my all god. Show. I went to work and I and and they're all like you know all my coworkers are like, Joe, did you watch Wednesday yet? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm in it. I just haven't finished. Oh my god. Oh my god. You got to finish it. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like, all right, come on we, now. We watch so much stuff, which is nuts. That. We watch so much and we can't get to everything. We, we've seen so many things. We have so many things going at once. And people are always asking me, are you watching this now? And they're on to the new thing already. Yeah. And uh, we're in the middle of two shows. We just finished Wednesday. And the other show we're in the middle of is Andor. And it was hard for me to go back to Wednesday when I was watching Andor. We haven't finished it yet. Yeah, Andor because is it's doing, a little longer. It's doing well. <laughs> Andor is shockingly good yeah. to me. So... I did not expect that. I never expected that. And so I'm kind of blown away a little bit. Yeah, me too. Um, and, and that's the thing that's really crazy. And I, that's why I don't like giving something like Wednesday a 7. Because some other thing is going to be great. And I have to read it higher than that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, who knows? Andor might end up getting a bigger score at the end. From I, I Yeah. Uh, right now, it's we, right now we don't I, know. I we didn't even finished. want to go back to Wednesday. I wanted to finish Andor because I was yeah. so into it. Well, so I had people screaming at me at work. Yeah, oh, you, you were, can we finish this? Yeah, guy? can we get this? <laughs> All right, let's move on to spoilers. Okay, and get some of this in. Spoilers. Spoilers. What's in that book? Spoilers. Who are you? There's some things we have to talk about with this plot. Okay. This show did the sin of. I think is a sin is what a red herring. Mm -hmm. Now, for people who don't get that, uh, I mean, maybe there is somebody who doesn't understand that. Whatever, red herrings are something to throw you off the plot. Mm -hmm. They're tricks, right? They they make you want to believe someone else is the thing. This show wouldn't stop doing it. 
everything is a red herring. Everybody's not telling anybody anything, and everything's a lie. Yeah. And that got a little friggin', it got a little too much, and I was, I found that unwelcome at certain points. I was like, okay, enough. Yeah. Like, we have to get onto the plot. And also, the show also did, following that up, is a random appearance from a new character. Or, uh, uh, oh, now it's a character here. Um, oh, it just so happens every day is a special day. And it seems like, is every episode a month or a couple weeks? Because right. suddenly there's a boat challenge. Suddenly there's a dance. Yeah. Suddenly it's parent day <laughs> and the parents are here. Yeah. Suddenly uh, Fester's here for no reason. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? Every single character brings a new addition to the plot line. Right. Oh, there's a some. My parents won't tell me something for some specific reason. We got to draw this out and never tell. Then it comes out, and it wasn't even that big of a deal. And they should have told them from the beginning. Yeah, it, it was like, too why, drawn why is out. This a thing. And I, I know you're talking about the Morticia Gomez um, murder that he he was uh, he was like um, under suspicion of murder. Gomez. Yeah, and um, it's just like everybody. It's like, the, okay, well, can you just tell the truth at this point? Like, at the end, this is something that I don't know if you noticed it, but in the very end, the last episode, she's reading a narration. She has a, a, a boy gave her, a boy that she put in jail gave her a present and his friends with her. And I got to tell you, fuck that noise. Because it seems like no matter what she does to people, they still like her. Yeah. It, oh, so many things in the plot that pissed me off. Okay. So, and that, that's why I didn't want to give a seven, because I, a lot of this angered me. So, yeah, this kid gives her a phone. The last moment of the episode is her looking at her new phone that nobody should have the number to except this kid. And she already gets a text message from somebody, says, I'm watching you. And she's like, I already have my first stalker. And then she's like, there are a lot of unanswered questions. And I, I, I sat back and I went, so much happened. So much convoluted shit happened that I don't remember what the loose ends are. Mm-hmm. The only one that comes to mind is that the mortician apparently blew his brains out, which seemed really off character for the character when you meet him. Yes. And they tell us that he just did it because he was covering up from an old murder and he couldn't let it go. That happened over 20 years ago. And that feels extremely off-brand. And I don't remember if uh, the, the villain, when it turns out who you know who the villain is, which was so fucking obvious. Yeah. But the problem was they kept throwing you off, so you had to keep questioning it with red herrings. You had to keep questioning every character. Well, maybe now this doesn't make sense. Yeah. But there was a couple times I said to you, this character went missing during this, and we didn't see it. Right. If you don't... Look, writing 101, guys, if you ever want to guess a movie's ending before it happens, I will help you with that right now. <laughs> and this is how you do it. If you don't see something on screen... There's a reason the writer and the director don't want you to see it because that person's behind it and whatever you're being told happened when you didn't see it means that it's the opposite of what you're hearing. So Sixth Sense opens up with a guy shooting the main character. Skip forward. We didn't see what happened. He's dead. Right. That's it. That That's very, I mean, it's very obvious. And then if you watch for the clues to your answer and you'll get it. The same thing goes here. First thing we see, we see a character covered in mud on her boots. Where they showed that shot for a reason. The main character, for some, never, never, ever brings it back. Mm-hmm. For some reason, she doesn't question it. But the whole time, I'm sitting there going this. But I will say, this movie did a red herring with a driver dropping off a hitchhiker in the opening who had giant eyes. And the monster in this movie has giant eyes. I thought, 
oh, okay, she's the monster. Yep. Because it looks just like her. We both said, it. oh my God, it's Large Marge from Pee Wee Herman. But then as the plot went on, it's like, oh, red herring after red herring after red herring. You can't even guess it. So it's kind of a falsifying mystery. And that's why I was telling you, you said you'd like the plot. And the reason I get mad about the plot point is that it's kind of lying to you constantly. Because it's not a mystery you can solve. Because it's constantly changing the, the mystery. Right, but I solved the mystery in the beginning anyway because I was like, oh, there's only one reason why you put a, a popular actress in a show like this. Number one, because she's a friend of Tim Burton's. And number two, because she's a, she's a fucking killer. Yeah. But, she's a bad guy. But the problem is you didn't know there was two bad guys. Right. Until I, later on I didn't you're told, know. oh, there's a second one. So you're kind of like, who's the monster? Who's the person controlling? And then you're like, oh, there's someone controlling the monster. Oh, right. that... But we were already saying this person's involved. Yeah, we. I mean, from the from the beginning, when you saw Christina Ricci, you know, you're well, like, Gwendolyn okay, Christie. They did this. Something happens early in the season that she's a bad guy, and then she's like, no, I just did it to cover this thing up because I want to take care of this thing. That's a terrible thing to cover up. Yeah. And how come no nothing ever came of that character? There's right in the opening, like I think the first episode, there's a character set up to be like Voldemort. Like, they're mm-hmm. doing this whole thing where it's like, no, I'm a, I'm Tom Riddle. I'm a bad kid. And yeah. I want to bring down the whole destruction of the school. And then he just dies. Mm-hmm. And that seemed very disingenuous. Like, he had to come back. There had to be more with him. But they're like, no, yeah. he's dead. I mean, there's a lot of Harry Potter things in here. Oh, like, you got, uh, you know, the um, the sirens under the water. Well, there's, like the, there's, a, there's a challenge in the water. It's like the Triwizard Cup. With absolutely no rules. Just like in the Triwizard Cup. Yeah, just go and Harry kill Potter each movie. other. Yeah. Not in the book, but in the movie. That's a big problem with that fourth movie is you don't understand the trials. They right. don't. There's no rules. There's no winners. It's bizarre. And same thing here. They're like, you can kill each other. I asked somebody at work, right? I was talking to somebody about it, and they said, uh, I said, didn't you think it was a little ridiculous with the boat challenge? Like, there's no rules. And I said, that's the thing. There's no rules. I'm like, what is that teaching these kids? Right. What is that teaching these kids? And it's it's like they're you can just go and kill each other and yeah. everything's okay? What is the school teaching? Because I was saying, right. is it going to help them learn their powers or control their powers? No. No, it's not. It's, it's just a normal school. But I'm like, yeah. this normal school's telling them to cheat? I don't yeah. understand it's it. It's a school for outcasts. They're different kids. But it's That's bizarre. Why. That's a bizarre thing, especially since one of the boats in that boat challenge shoots axes over their heads. Like, I know. what they if they could killed have one of them? Completely decapitated yeah. some kids. So, like, it's like Hogwarts in the sense that, like, well, this school is super dangerous. Right. But it's like, this is supposed to be normal. At least in Hogwarts, they have an explanation to have a way to help and heal people. Right. And here, they're like, no, nope, nope, we don't want anybody to die, but we're okay with you kill yeah, somebody. Yeah, we're okay like, with it. That's strange. And then they had a they had a ball like in Harry Potter. Yep. Every episode, they even have the secret staircase behind the, se- the statue yeah. that you have to say something to. Yeah, that's exactly how you get the Dumbledore's offers in there. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot of similarities there. It's 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 crazy. I mean, even the school courtyard looks like it's from Harry Potter. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, a, the, it's a bit much. The but. monster looks like a troll in the first Harry Potter movie. The troll shows up. It's, yeah. it's They do a lot. In, and it's like a group of kids have to come together to solve the mysteries. Although here, the three Harry Potter kids are wrapped up in Wednesday. They're all Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Except uh, I would say that Ron is a bunch. And then, then we have Thing is basically the helper. Yeah. But, Thing uh, is Dobby. <laughs> we kept laughing about it. And I want to tell we didn't talk about... One of my favorite things, which was a character, I really like this bee kid. 
Oh, yeah. Because what I really liked about that was he wasn't like the other kids. He really was what you would call an outcast. Yeah. And I really liked they seemed to uh, embrace a couple other properties like Rushmore and and with that kid being a very strange doing beekeeping. Yeah. He's a weird one. He reminded me of the one in Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, lo- I love that a lot. And mm-hmm. I really liked this kid. And I really liked him and Wednesday becoming more close. Mm-hmm. And I, when when they say they killed this kid at one point, I was pissed. Yeah. Because I was like, well, this is the first kid that feels that he belongs in the school. Yeah, he, he can control bees and stuff. He's really cool. Because some of the other outcasts seem like normal kids to me. Yeah, I mean, well, the one kid he could make his drawings come to life, like, you know, move around and stuff. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you got the sirens, which, let me tell you, if if the sirens had that power... There's no stopping them, you know? Like, I'm surprised these kids, and their kids, how they would want to even be able to control that kind of power because you can literally get anyone to do anything you want. You can get anyone to do your bidding. Yeah, that's another plot you know? line that kind of never went anywhere, by the way. Right, but th- there's no kids that are, like, Slytherin level, you know? They're all, like, on the same level except for the, you know, the bad the bad guy in, the, in this plot. Well, I noticed that vampire kids were not in this. They were talked about. But yeah, they were no, talked none about. None of them were really, because the only ones that team up with her that we can actually tell are creatures mm-hmm. is like a Medusa type character, a wolf type character, and sirens. Yeah. Everybody else, I don't remember them being vampires in there. And then also there's a kid who happens to control his drawings or whatever. That's an insane power. Yeah, that's an awesome power. Yeah. It means he can draw anything and like have it, walk around i mean yeah. that's pretty rad i i liked it i would have liked it better if the if the school that kids weren't in groups they said oh the kids only flock together depending on what monsters they are what creatures they are whatever whatever type of thing that they are i can't remember the word they used for it um it would have been cooler if they uh, were all kind of separated and didn't really know and they all felt like trying to fit in so they yeah. all felt kind of strange i understand that those kids probably would have grouped regardless mm-hmm. but it would have been a little more interesting to see like a, and and see instead of oh there's 10 vampire kids oh there's 10 medusas oh there's 10 wolves right it would yeah. have been cool to just have like a whole school of different kinds of creatures yeah or different there was like a person that had no face yeah we weren't even told what they that never, was yeah they showed him or her i'm not sure and then and then they showed their family but then they never talked about them that would be cool to have like uh a creature that stood for each creature. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there because we know in this world, in the Adams family world, we, we know like cousin it exists. Mm-hmm. And there's different kinds of creatures. So yeah. we that's kind of a neat thing that really would have been kind of fun if there was like a like a like a a merman type of thing. Yeah. An invisible man and Frankenstein and Yeah. You know, that would have been kinda of neat. But they kind of go for this thing just to kind of get the the um plot just flowing for the kids one of those uh, plot lines that didn't go anywhere was the siren's mother comes and says you got to come back and you got to we got to take over kids and then we find out that he they made an app what do you mean take over kids oh they so they basically said that she her mother married like a drug dealer basically who is using sirens to control people yeah and they made an app that can control people and one of the kids it turns out to be the mayor's son is using that app. Oh, that's right. And that's she right. talks to him into not using it. Mm-hmm. 
none of that really comes back. No, that that plot line, it was weird that they threw that in. It's, yeah, it I guess they just wanted to give Bianca um, a little bit of a story. Because Bianca's a cool character. I mean, you know, and she's real pretty too. And I really like the fact that she's a siren and everything. And they wanted to give her something extra, I guess, you know? But yeah. it didn't really do anything for me. It was like, okay, well, what do we care about her mother for? Like, why they waste, like, 20 minutes of the show on that? That's not something that we care about. And you know what's really weird about that character? That we like her in the end, although she's a real asshole. And you find out that she mentally raped a kid. Yes. That's freaking crazy. I think it was reverse. People would hate that character if it was the guy doing that. Yeah, you mean getting the guy to do... She she erased his mind, kind of controlled his mind. Yeah, and that's why he broke up with her. Yeah, we watched Legion and characters turned on the guy in legion like instantly when he did that yeah so yeah but at least they they told us that he broke up with her and you know he wasn't gonna put up with that crap yeah. you know but she really cared about him and i you know yeah because that's how you write these things uh, the beautiful girl for some reason the guy doesn't like her because he likes the gothy one that just walked in the room who's a total he, asshole to everyone so weird like that kind of writing is so strange like yeah like uh, i love how the they're all beautiful and they're all interesting and they're all kind of like whatever. But I can understand that character might not. I don't know why she would like him. Right. I didn't get it either. I didn't see. See, I could see you know, why he would like her, but I don't yeah. see why she would e- like him. Even the werewolf character and the Medusa character. I can't. I don't know what you call a Medusa, but uh, that guy is a Medusa virtually. And I, why they even like each other is baffling to me. Yeah. But another thing in the plot that really what pissed me off. What was his name off, again? Ajax? Yeah. Some <laughs> comet, comet and Ajax. Or, uh, what was it? I don't remember. I don't know. Some kind of cleaning product. Uh, so one of the other things in the plot we need to talk about that really pissed me off and is such a bullshit thing. It's another red herring. The, turn, the character who turns out to be a monster mm-hmm. also happens to be the likable kid that the, our main character falls for. Right? Yes. He sets up one of the most romantic things set up for her ever. It's perfect. It's a date in a crypt where he puts on a horror movie <laughs> for her, which happens to be Lily Blonde, which I thought was one of the funniest jokes. Yeah. It, and, that was And funny. I was like, not only is that incredibly thoughtful in the sense that that's exactly what this person would want. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a horror movie is for her and that and that's the location to bring her. And Yeah. But why does he do that? Right. Why does he do that? When we find out everything that's happened, everything that happened before seems to be bullshit. The the way that this character is pretending to be this nice guy to her, it's baffling. He would just kill her. We know that he's the monster. So, like, why doesn't he just, you know, and and also... He's good at lying, too, which is wild. Yeah, but knowing the fact that she's onto him or onto, you know, this whole case, um, it should automatically be like, okay, I'm going to take this girl out because she's obviously creating drama. Yeah. Um, she's trying to solve this case, so, like, we need to get rid of her. He even but- tells a tragic backstory to how he was a bully to the kid that's the artist. Yeah. And he says he wishes he could turn- he'd take it all back. Mm-hmm. And... All that is just for the benefit of Wednesday, and for what, what reason? Right. It doesn't make it. It's a little to keep her off his scent. But then, yeah. why not just kill her? Right. And then that that also you know comes up again when Christina Ricci hits her with a shovel to knock her out. Like, 
what are you keeping her alive for? She's a troublemaker. Because, yeah, that that's... I think they needed her blood to resurrect the Pilgrim character. Yeah, okay, end. first of all, can we just say, and I said this to you when we were watching it, that he looks like Troll. <laughs> He looked like, no, Leprechaun. A Leprechaun. Yeah, he looked exactly like he a grown like, Leprechaun. That's right. Leprechaun. He looked like, he, he did look like Leprechaun. I'm like, why is he? He looked like rolling shit with makeup on. <laughs> I was thinking this morning, and I don't want to tell you where I was thinking, but it was a small room in my house, and I was sitting down. Okay. Um, um, yeah, it, when you think, this is one of those things, when you actually rethink the entire plot, it falls apart instantly. Yeah. Because it's all kind of bullshit. I guess you're right. I mean, you're kind of to talking you. to me into a six. I know, right? <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like, and I mean, there's I a know. lot of there's a it, lot of silly things. There's that, a lot of this is happening because it has to happen. Because TV show. Yeah. Because oh, I can't wolf out. Oh, there's a monster here. I got to go tell somebody. Oh, right. time for me to finally wolf out because I can fight the monster. Yeah. Well, we know that she's having. You know, uh, Enid is a is is a wolf. And uh, her family's disappointed in her because she hasn't wolfed out yet um, fully. So the night of the big showdown, she actually finally wolfs out mm -hmm. and protects Wednesday against Hyde. Because That's story. the name of the monster. Because story. Because, because story. obviously she couldn't wolf out her whole entire life so far that now she's up against saving her friend so she can do it. And when we see her, she still looks like an adorable little wolf. I actually really, I actually enjoyed that. It's it's cute. And she actually, you know, protects Wednesday. Um, yeah, it was a cool moment kind of where we like, thought she's going to die. And that's kind of cool. Like, I was like, I'm enjoying it. I knew she wouldn't. Yeah, I knew she wouldn't. But I, I was like, wow, she put herself out there for there, her. There's a, there's a birthday party for Wednesday at one point. Right. right. People are at that birthday party who we've not even talked to. Yeah, there's people there in the background that okay. So we see Ajax. We see yeah people you know, she's not been nice to. Yeah, they wouldn't be there. That would not be there. No, no. And Bianca was there, and Bianca and her had beef since minute one. Yeah, it, there's one point in the show where Bianca just becomes friends with her, and you're it doesn't feel like there was ever a moment where that happened. No, they didn't have that moment where they had like a okay, well, you know, we cool, we cool. Yeah. Okay. It, they didn't have that moment. I agree. I agree. So. Like, uh, Wait, uh, what what stage did you get to this? At what point in the show did you get to this moment where like, okay, you're cool? That's weird. And also, can we please talk about, okay, the, the birthday party. She's the meanest person on the face of the earth. Yeah, and these I people agree. are giving her a surprise party. And people we don't even know or have never seen before on the show were there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine fine whatever that's a thing you're just gonna try and win her over yeah. you know make her smile try to make her smile i don't know she's like a walking corpse she has no feelings whatsoever um but let's do this you know um and then at the end like you said it, the kid gives her a cell phone now first of all where are you getting money for a thousand dollar cell phone to give this girl who fucking hates you yeah um why yeah, why yeah no he put she put him in jail one of the yeah. best scenes was when he told her off. And I was like, good for you, kid. Yeah. We got to do that because make it realistic. And the next scene, they're friends again. Yeah. And it's like, like, what is going on? Fuck, man. Like, how, what is it about this person that you're completely obsessed with? I agree. I mean. What is that? I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't get it. You're going to buy her a $1,000 cell phone? Like, what is wrong with these people? Uh, also, um, oh, man. I just keep thinking of more plot that bothered me. And. So Thing got stabbed at one point, and Thing 
tells her in his own sign language way uh, that he didn't see it because it was from behind. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that. And then later on, why did they do it? Just so they could take the book? I guess. A lot of it was just like bizarre. I mean, like, they could have completely like dismembered him or threw him into the fire or something. Of course. I mean, but they, they didn't. They fed it, it to a, a giant monster that they have with them. Right. They just left her a message. So it was like, all right. And then the whole Christina Ricci thing, it's just, um, you know, it's always the, the pretty much the most uh, um, popular actor that you know has something to do with it. I mean, it's always the one of the most popular actors in the show. And why would they put, like yeah. I said, Christina Ricci in there? Because she's part of the plot where she's the bad guy and she's controlling, yeah. you know, whatever, is Hyde. The, the original Wednesday actress from the TV show, is she not around? Is she not alive anymore? Her name is, uh, what's her name? Because I was wondering why she wasn't Laurel, in this. I think it's Laurel something. Um, I was thinking about her the whole time. And by the way, I was also expecting the dance we were kind of talking about before. Yeah. The dance... Made me laugh really hard. I was actually expecting her to do the dance from the TV show. That's also popular. That would have been amazing. Um, yeah, her name is, is it, I don't know where I'm getting that. Hold on. Laurel. I'm sorry, Lisa. Lisa Loring. Lisa and Loring. Is she still alive? Or um, yeah. She passed away? No, she's alive. She was born in 1958. Um, and it, it, I don't know, it doesn't look like she's done a lot. She's. The last thing she did was, uh, looks like a movie called Dr. Spine. Looks like a horror movie. Okay, we got to look into this one. That was in 2015. And then another one she did in 2014, Way Down in Chinatown. But it looks like... Um, she never, she didn't do anything in this, huh? No, she was not in this. At least uh, Rob Zombie put in people that he could into the Monsters movie. You know, he put uh, the guy that played Eddie Monster. He's the robot yeah, you know, he was actually the robot, the voice of yeah. it, and everything. At least he tried to get everybody referenced or put in as much as he could. I mean, there's really. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little surprised that I was expecting her to be in this well, for I some think reason. That Tim Burton's homage was putting Christina Ricci. In. Yeah, it's the homage to the the uh, the movies. Um, it would have been cool to see all three Wednesdays. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Um, so yeah, I the. Overall, this plot is... I know there's so many things I want to mention with the plot. Each episode had its own thing that made me go, what the fuck is this? What? <laughs> oh, another one was the shrink. There's a shrink in this movie, in this show, who makes uh, sculptures out of dead rats and mice and animals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's in a closet. Is it necessary to talk about? Was it necessary to have in this? No. 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 She just did. That's it. She did. Yeah, it's another red herring. It's just like the thing is so filled with them. Yeah. The same thing with uh, Glen- uh, Gwendolyn Christie's character. She can shapeshift. And so you think this is going to come back harder, especially since she faked the survival of the kid that died in the opening. Yeah. And that seems pretty criminal and pretty insane. And this kid has nobody. And he was a villain. And he seemed like he had stuff set up. And he's just dead. And she's just like, yeah, I did to protect the school. <sighs> kind of wild. Yeah. I mean. Her character really doesn't go anywhere. No, it doesn't. And you know what sucks is that I love seeing her on screen because she has such a presence. Yeah. And um, I was saying to you that she looked just so pretty, like old timey pinup in this. And, and I was like so excited that she was in it 
Because I, I wanted to see more from her. And then, Standing next to a Jenna Ortega was like... Oh, my God. And Christina Ricci. A ladder. Christina yeah. Ricci is like 5'2". And so, like, her standing Insane. next to them was like, oh, my God, she is at Amazon. It was amazing to see that. Yeah, um, I agree. But she's so just... I think she's so beautiful. I would love to have seen her in this more. You know, I did not want her character to die. Yeah. That sucked. Is that character going to be... Um... The dark arts teacher, the principal for now on, because I don't know who the second principal is going to be now. Oh, God. And oh, so no. it's going to be someone else, probably <laughs> Christoph Waltz. Um, <laughs> I'd be amazing, by the way. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I overall, look, and I know someone's listening, anybody who actually made it this far and listening to this episode of us bullshitting about this show is probably like, Jesus Christ, can these people just like things? You know, I will. I want to, no, but I, I also I like, do like plenty of things. I like reviewing. I like critic. You know, criticizing these things. And I gotta admit, there was things to criticize here. Yeah, it, it, sure, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, it wasn't perfect. It, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the most special thing that I'd ever seen. And I, but I do like Jen Ortega's interpretation of Wednesday. It, it's fantastic, yeah. and it's the reason to come and watch this thing overall. And so. If you're a fan of Adams Family and you're a fan of Wednesday Adams and mm-hmm. that whole idea of her and a strong female character who doesn't yeah. take no guff, absolutely understand why you would come to this and be like really excited. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a little bit of like an air of mystery in it too. Yeah. And um, you know, we get to see some nostalgia and Thing thing is fun, you know, to watch on screen. The special effect is incredible. A special effect, yeah. They yeah. did some amazing stuff on it. It's really on good. Um, you know, like I said, the side characters are kind of cliches um, a little bit. But overall, I, I had fun watching the show. I, I don't condemn it for a lot of the silly plot holes and yeah. stuff. Um, you know what it reminds me? You know what? It's starting to remind me now because everything is coming to my mind now. Like, what was wrong? And some of the, the narration at the ends... In the openings of mm-hmm. her reading, like a journal out loud to us. Oh yeah, kind of like a. Uh, I'm trying to think of what those uh, like the teen uh, detective characters are. Oh yeah, yeah, you I know? get what you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah, like like Nancy Drew, like you, like yeah, yeah, I get it. But like I, you know, I, I narration in TV shows and movies, that's tough. You know, like when you try and put narration in things, you really shouldn't do it because it just does not always hit right. It means that you have, you don't, you can't rely on your actors expressing emotions or you don't have enough faith in your viewers, your viewers to actually do these things. So you would do it in narration to kind of spell it out. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, he, you know, I, I think that Tim Burton in this situation and the writers involved with him, I think that. They figured that their main target audience here was teenagers. You you look at Tim Burton's older stuff, and it's come a long way in getting away from that. But if you look at like Edward Scissorhands, when it's all emotion, mm-hmm. and then you come to something like this, you can see that he got increasingly away from that that belief that your viewers know what's happening. Right. Yeah. And and I think that's a it's a sin. I've never liked that. I don't like when uh any kind of art treats its viewer like they're stupid. And I will admit, I know that there's some people who do need that you know, explanation. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of movies that I think are good that people are like, oh, it's so slow and there's no talking. And, you know, and that gets me seriously angry because that's called setup and that's called emotion and that's how you set up a good scare mm-hmm. or a jump. 
This is over beating you over the head with exposition and explanation of anything that's happening. And I don't particularly like that. I think that's, I think we just brought up, we brought up Andor versus this. And Andor is the exact opposite of this because they're not telling you everything. They're giving you actual conversations about um, politics in Mm -hmm. space, in the space universe that they've set up. And they're not even trying to say, oh, what this is or explain to anybody. They're just doing it. Right. And I adore them for that because it's setting up the universe in a way where it makes it feel real. Like you really feel like this is a real thing. Yeah. And you feel, how holy shit, they're bringing drama out of like, you know, uh, trade route, uh, you know, conversations and, uh, yeah. and, and territories and planet uh, politics. And you're like, wow, that shouldn't work. But man, is it working? So that's like the complete opposite. And I think that's where something like Wednesday gets me a little turned off, where it's overly explaining itself, yeah. overly trying to tell you things and also lying to you constantly. I, that's you know, just me. I mean, I do I do agree with you about the the exposition and, you know, having to explain, um, like overly explain. Um, but sometimes, like, especially in these kind of shows that are kind of, I mean, let's face it, this show is pretty much geared towards you know hardcore tim burton fans or you know adolescents yeah i hate to say this being a guy and talking to guys who like this i'm noticing a theme like it i think i understand why the guys are coming to this because they're they like the character of wednesday they like that yeah they're attracted to that weird and I guess that's the characters in this too. They're all attracted to her instantly. Yeah, and I get that too There's because a, she's different. She's different. She's a badass. Yeah. You know, she just I dark hair. Yeah. You know, I I know a lot of the guys and they love dark hair. You know, and they don't like bright. Yeah, uh, and she's like you know ditzy like uh, like like overly happy like Kardashians or characters. and and Bibblegoggy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm well, a that's God. not I'm Wednesday. That's the opposite. Yeah, no, they, that's want what I'm saying. they want an intellectual. They want an intellectual. They don't want like a, a freaking vapid. Yeah. you know. You know what's really funny? Kardashian. I had the, a friend who's like really enjoying Wednesday, really enjoying the show. Tell me that he tried to watch Enola Holmes, and he was like, "Wow, do you did you see this thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I actually really like those films." Yeah, they're cute. And he's like, "Really?" And I, I'm like, "You don't? It's a really fun." character who's smart and can do things on her own mm-hmm. in, in the shadow of somebody who's even like known bigger than her right and she's still stepping up and trying to make a name for herself and it's actually kind of a fun little like in this same vein yeah. she but she's a little more feminine as wednesday's less fe- wednesday's more like, more dark and brooding and also a lot of guys like girls who are like guys in that sense they're like can tell you to go screw yourself or oh, be, yeah. stand up for themselves. Yeah, and she's... And Nola Holmes is doing that. They're different. But still feminine. So mm-hmm. I guess like I, I'm like, why would this turn you off when the other thing is like good? Yeah. And it's so bizarre and it must have something to do with that. I, I Who knows what it is, but I always think that kind of stuff is really so interesting. I, I think that Wednesday has a femininity to her um, that doesn't shove it in your face you know that's like just and I think she a lot doesn't of walk that. around with yoga pants and a freaking sports bra and a you know bun on her head yeah. she is a different type of 
of woman. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't need to show cleavage and all that. She's just different and people are attracted to that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's actually very comforting, you know, for us weirdos. Because, uh, I, I you know, like I'm, I'm a weirdo. And I also kind of dress, you know, with horror t-shirts <laughs> and stuff and, you know, very, and I also love like the pinup culture and all that vintage stuff. So I'm not walking around, you know, with my breasts out and I'm not walking around in yoga pants that pump up my booty and all that stuff. And that's what you see when you go to freaking Walmart, you know, do you just, so to see someone like Wednesday, yes, she, you know, when she walks in a room, she has a presence and you take, yeah. you take notice. Oh, that dress that she went to in the dance. Yeah. Amazing. And that's like another thing. Yeah. So she looked completely feminine and beautiful. Um, and she didn't have to overdo it with her, you know, stuff out. Yeah. You know, she she left left it to the imagination and, you know, was elegant and classy and um, and different. And, and she walked in in a black dress and everyone was wearing white and sparkles and shit. And <laughs> that's just that's attractive to me, you know, where like you can find someone that that wants to be different and doesn't give a crap what people think, you know. So, yeah. It's like in a world where everyone's getting lip injections and wanting to be like Kylie Jenner or whoever, you know, <laughs> she's different. Yeah. You know? And um it, it goes to my whole thing of I constantly talk about this. I don't know if I've done it on the podcast enough, but I usually talk to you about it all the time. I really don't understand what people like. You know, in, in general about art and pop culture, I'm always shocked about what the popular thing's going to be. And I'm I'm very intrigued. And to see this one be the one. I was, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I was too. actually very surprised. I I thought this was definitely going to be a thing in the horror community, being a fan and going to it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expecting the overall popularity that is hit. Yeah, they're saying it's like number one. Like it blasted everything out of number one on Netflix. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I get the appeal because I too was drawn to it, and so were you. I mean, it's Tim Burton well, and it's Wednesday Adam. We automatically wanted to see. What is this going to be? Yeah, how, I, how are they going to tackle Wednesday? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was all I was nervous because you you automatically assume these days, anyways, when you see a pop culture th- show uh, try to bring a character or characters from the past into the new times, mm-hmm. how are they going to do it? Right. And we've seen what they did to Riverdale. We've seen Ugh. what they did with Josie and the Pussycats. We've okay. seen what they've done to Scooby Doo. Now they're trying really hard to. Do something different. I really, at first, I really loved the idea they did with Riverdale when they brought Riverdale into like Twin Peaks. Yes, it and was dark and brooding and a whodunit. It was interesting. And they, they did some, that was a interesting a stamp in it. But mm-hmm. the problem is it kept evolving and changing to every week. It was something new. The minute they started singing. Yeah, it was like, out. it just got a little crazy. And, and I really wish it would have stuck with that that vibe of like a town of like crazy events and you could bring, you know, Sabrina in or whatever, but they didn't get, because they got split up. Sabrina got put on Netflix instead. Uh, There there were some possibilities there, but seeing like every show do that, the narration, the dark, the darkness, the depression, Mm -hmm. to bring in every character into some kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm going to use for just, just darkness like everybody's got to be really depressed mm-hmm. we, i think we talked about this on another episode recently brooding where, yeah it's just like a nihilistic in a weird way like it, it's it's so baffling to me and that's why i think i brought up like 
what Star Trek used to be when we were kids. And it isn't now. Star Trek is also like that now. Everything is just like, oh, it's so depressing. It's so, so dark. And yeah. it's like, we need a little light in some of our things. And I was wondering about Wednesday. And then they actually brought light to Wednesday instead of just more darkness. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it in that sense. And that had a lot to do with the side characters. Yeah, yeah, they they got some characters and they got some more hopeful things and they yeah. got her to have a friend who's the complete officer. So, you know what? In that sense, I appreciate it. Yeah, and also one thing I like about the show is that she did evolve a little bit at the end. She learned. So yeah, yeah, I like that. I appreciate that. So I, I think we should probably wrap this up because we've been talking for a very yeah, long time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thank you for letting me okay. voice my long opinions, my love, because <laughs> well, I've had I had a lot and I've wanted to do this on many TV shows recently. Yeah. We kind of did a fast uh, roundup and uh, I could have <laughs> talked for days yeah. on uh, Rings well, of Power and She-Hulk. And the, well, we did four, right? Four yeah, we we kind of shoved and... four in together. Yeah. <laughs> that I was interested in talking about. But this is the one that you finally let me just rant and yeah. rave for an hour. And, so It's a lot to say. But yeah, I, um, I, I had a good time watching. Yeah, this I, did. One, I did. I'm still on that six or seven. It's an iffy situation yeah, with you me. You know what? But... I think I think you kind of talked me into a six, but I still in my heart want to give it a seven. So I'm just going to stick with my guns. Yeah. I'm going to keep it at a seven. It's it's a, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll let it have its leeway and I'll let it go but I do think there's a lot of problems. Yeah. It's going to bring me so, back to the se- to the next season. So if it's going to do that, then it's a seven for yeah. me. You know, if we were talking it's, about the patient right now and the patient had a second season, I'd be like, peace out. <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> I enjoyed the patient overall at the end no, more than I ever thought I would have. Did not. So yeah, I'm right. coming back and I liked, I liked Wednesday. Let's go right. finish Andor. Yep. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.